I still remember the first Good Friday service I ever attended. I was 12 years old, and my dad was going to church. He was working a lot at that time, and so I asked if I could go to church with him, just so that I could be near him. And he said, I don't think you're going to enjoy this service. It's long, it's boring, and it's kind of sad. But like I said, my only motivation for going was to be near my dad, and so I told him I wanted to go anyway. And when we arrived at our small church in Black Mountain, North Carolina, I remember immediately feeling the solemn mood of those present. I remember seeing that the altar was bare, and I remember feeling like I was at a funeral. Essentially, I did not recognize anything about my church. And as the service went on, I noticed that many people were shedding silent tears, even some of the tough men from the congregation. And it was totally surreal to me because the church had always been little more than an entertaining theater production. People did what was expected, kneel, sit, Stand, sing, break bread, pray, eat cookies afterwards. I had never before witnessed the deep faith of those sitting in the pews next to me. Church, it had always seemed to me, was an obligation and something that we did in deference to God and not for the love of God. And yet, in that service when they didn't give us communion because Jesus was dead, I felt a tangible sense of loss. And when the organ started playing something low and haunting and the choir started singing sad words about the suffering of Jesus, people around me hung their heads or they closed their eyes. And I could see how much they all truly loved Jesus. It was a powerful moment for me, the day that I realized Jesus was real enough to love. The day I realized that the people sitting in the pews next to me in church had a relationship with Jesus, and that they came on Sundays because of something more than obligation. For me, Good Friday has always been about love and not death. It was not the sting of death I experienced on that day in church when I was 12 years old. It was the sting of love. I got, for the very first time, that Jesus is intimately connected to each and every one of us, and when we come up against the crosses in our lives, pain, suffering, loneliness, shame, or fear, We feel the power of that love. And on this day, when we come up against the cross that Jesus bared, the one with the sins of the whole world that was destroyed by the love of one man, we become healed enough to share in that love. Today is not about death at all. It's about love. Jesus, from the cross, showed us that love is greater than death. Today is the greatest love story of all time, the one between you and your creator. 
This love story is foreshadowed in the words of the love letter that we just heard from Isaiah. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love. Let them turn to the Lord, that he may have mercy on them. Today is the day that I feel closer to Jesus than on any other day. It is the day that he battled the forces of evil for me, the day that he laid down his life for me. Today is the day that Jesus said to me, I did this for you because you are worth fighting for. Today is the day I weep at the foot of an empty altar for the creator God who became incarnate just to show me how much I'm loved. I weep because I feel real pain on the day that he died, and I know that he is real. I know that what he did for me is real, and the grace that I feel is overwhelming. The grace is overwhelming because there are times in my life, as I've told you before, that I don't have a lot of compassion for myself. And during those times, the season of Lent feels very natural to me. It's easy to deny myself, to make sacrifices, to be present in the wilderness. It actually feels good because in the back of my mind, I'm earning some of God's favor back. Theologically, I know that that's not how it works, but my human mind can't help itself. However, there is nothing I ever do that quite makes up for all the times that I, like Peter, denied Jesus and allowed the threats of the world around me to make me act in ways that are less than who I am. And so when I sit here with all of you, experiencing this love story all over again, the relief of true love, of true forgiveness, washes over me, and it is not death that I feel. It is life. Howard Thurman once wrote, Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. What Jesus did on the cross today is give us life. We have been given permission to come alive, to come out of the shadows of fear and guilt and worry and turn our faces to the sun because he died on the cross so that we could do that. Today's love letter in Isaiah tells us to do just that. It says, Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Today, in this solemn church, surrounded by our brothers and sisters who share our deep love for God, we are invited to come alive to delight in being children of our God and to walk away from death 
and bring love into the world.